0: let's do it um where are we at okay one two three four okay hello everyone welcome to the 32nd the shaquille o'neal Big Shaq, the diesel episode of the Bench Mop Scrubs podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the wrap-up of the 2022 NBA season and the triumphant Golden State Warriors on their championship victory. As I obviously predicted in the preseason, during the season, and in the playoffs before they started, I was right and they they were wrong. But you guys know this, already, right? As the audience, you guys understand where this is coming from. But we're going to talk kind of dissect the championship game the, the, the six uh games that happened talk about kind of the players the future of the nba and also where does steph curry lie in the ranks of the all-time greats i'm gonna start off with yusuf today yusuf you tell me number one are you surprised at the result and number two are you happy that the warriors won or were you secretly rooting for the baby celtics
1: that's a really good question. Um, if everybody listened to the podcast earlier, obeyed if you were listening to what I had to say, you would know that I wasn't surprised at all because I had the Warriors in six.
2: Well, and let I me tell exactly. everybody
0: I never listened to Yusuf, so not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least surprising thing.
1: No, exactly. But honestly, um, I'm not I'm not very surprised to be honest. Um, you know, I kind of expected the Warriors to uh, take this series for whatever reason. I don't know why ESPN had like 86% odds for the Celtics to beat the Warriors. I never really thought the Warriors were the underdogs, you know, given the experience that they have, Draymond, Clay, Steph, all back healthy. You know, you have a Jordan Poole who's clicking, Gary Payton, the second came back. Um, You know, I, I just think the inexperience with the Celtics, I I thought that was going to catch up at the end of the day. And it really did. Um, I also said that turnovers were going to be a big part of the outcome of the series. And it turns out, you know, if you go back to game six, I think the Celtics had like 19, 20 turnovers or something like that. Um, the game was pretty close early on, but, you know, the Warriors is a team that you just can't have careless turnovers against because they're going to make you pay. Steph Curry is lights out from the three-point line. <clears throat> so, um it was really really um expected from my standpoint. Am I happy that the Warriors won? That's a really good question. Uh I, I don't think uh it, every year that the Bulls don't win a championship, I it's, it's another year I'm not happy. Um but it's nice to see Steph Curry win a fourth ring to be honest. Um, I think I had talked about how, uh, I, I equated Steph Curry winning this championship, uh, similar to how LeBron went back to Cleveland and won that championship. Obviously LeBron's was on a greater scale. He was playing a team that was 73 and nine that season. But I think, you know, you can't take away what Steph Curry was able to do, um, getting eliminated in the play in tournament last year, dealing with, uh, Clay Thompson being hurt for the past two years, but he trucked along, man. He stayed with. Uh, the process of the Warriors, and you know, you you like stuff like that come to fruition. You know, I'm happy for Clay Thompson, who was out for mm. two years and hustled and worked really hard to get to where he is. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from them. I think it was well deserved. Um, and I'm not about those excuses of you know injuries or inexperience. I think any year you win a championship in the NBA is a big deal. Um, so so that's kind of where I stand on that. Daniel,
0: what about you? How do you feel about the Warriors' win?
2: I was happy for the Warriors. I I picked the Warriors coming out. I think most of us did uh, winning the championship against the Celtics. Um, I wish the games were closer. That was something I was unhappy about. They were usually I I think most of the games were decided by 10 points or more, uh, which Mm -hmm. is not as much fun to watch, you know, um, in the play, especially in the finals uh, for the NBA championship. So A little disappointing there, but um, more than that, I was disappointed in uh, Jason Tatum, right? He's um, before the finals in the playoffs, he's, he'd been playing really well. Uh, People were calling him a superstar, um, which in my opinion means, you know, top seven, top 10 in the league. Um, And he did not live up to that at all in the finals. Uh, I think he scored about 21 and a half points per game. Um, which is much lower than the playoff, as well as the season average of 26 and a half. Um, You're supposed to step up your game, not, you know, decrease it or kind of take a lower stand. And that's something he did. Uh, And it wasn't just the shooting. It was also the turnovers. As Yusuf mentioned, the turnovers were a critical point um, and a a big reason why the Celtics fell short against the Warriors. Um, I think he averaged four and a half turnovers a game, which is ridiculous Uh, and not being a point guard. So it's not like he has the ball in his hand all the time, but just making costly turnovers and not showing up in the fourth quarter is something else, something also he did not, um, you know, showcase. He uh, he would have stretches where he'd be great, but then when it came to the fourth quarter, he wouldn't shoot the ball or he would just be really bad. So um, I personally felt like the Celtics really underperformed in the final series um with him as well as the bench uh mainly white and grant williams uh, i don't know if you guys remember but against the buck series and against the Heat, those two guys were just like carrying them i think they were scoring 15 or 20 points each um in that series and making threes uh helping the you know rallying the crowd with the six men coming off the bench and that's something they did not provide at all i think white had uh, the first or second game i think he played really well but uh, ever since then they averaged like five to seven points a game in the finals which definitely is tough when your superstar tatum is playing not up to his level and um, you know the bench is struggling so overall a uh, little disappointing for me from the celtics perspective i think they could have played better um, but it is what it is, and uh, props to the Warriors. Super happy for Steph Curry. As Yusuf mentioned, I think he deserves, you know, all the credit and the love that he got. He had an amazing series. He only had one subpar game, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, he was, you know, amazing. He, he played. He beat a good defense, you know, the, a defense that held Durant, that somewhat controlled Giannis. Uh, they could not control Steph, uh, and uh, that's something, you know, I give credit to Steph for and uh besides that wiggins i think was a very um underrated star uh he shut down tatum i think he gets credit for that and uh mm-hmm. he played as the second best player on the team not clay thompson not I agree. Green, yeah. not um uh jordan pool it was uh andrew wiggins so overall okay it was an okay series i wish there was it was closer but um props to the warriors and uh look forward to seeing these two teams compete in the coming years, because I think they'll both be back at least in the Eastern or Western conference championships.
0: What do you guys think? You know, um, obviously we're, we're talking now it's hindsight's always 2020, 20, right? So, Moving forward, what do you guys, number one, do you guys expect the Celtics to be back in this position? And for them to, I guess, get over this hump to win a championship, what do you think needs to happen differently from their end? Do they need to change personnel? Uh, Is there something that Brown and Tatum have to do? Do they have to acquire a new player? Do they need to make a coaching change? What do you guys think the Celtics have to do to, number one, get back to this position again? Because obviously the East is only going to get stronger and – you know, what what steps do they need to take as a team to get over the hump and become a champion again?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I can start, Danielle. I, I think they already took the first step to get better. And that's uh, to experience what the finals are like and what the bright lights are like. Um, sometimes you have to go through that adversity in order to get to that championship level. Um like Danielle mentioned, you know, Jason Tatum crumbled, man. He he crumbled quick uh, under the bright lights and he definitely didn't play up to his potential. Uh, I don't know if the pressure got to him, the stage got to him, but now he's got it, you know, he's got it under uh, uh, um, his skin. Like he he's experienced it once now. Um, I, I think they need a point guard, a true point guard um, to facilitate for them. I think that was something that was missing, um, but really I don't think they're going to be back. Uh, I think this was their one opportunity to really try to get a a ring. And uh, I I think when we look back at finals, um, we realize that it's really hard to get back to that stage. Um, Especially like you said, the East is getting stronger, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And if you look back the Miami Heat were really just one three away from getting to the finals instead of the Celtics, which shows you it's a game of inches. I know I'm taking that from football, but again, it comes down to the wire. So, uh, you know, there's so much that goes through a season, injuries, trades, uh, players playing up to their potential that um, it's hard to say if they're going to be back. I don't think they're uh, like the Warriors, you know, have the core three who you expect them to be in the hunt year in and year out i think the celtics will compete but um i know i'm biased and i know i always bring the chicago bulls into it but as a chicago fan i don't want to see the boston celtics in the finals again i want i want this to be one and done because every year that the boston celtics make the finals is a year that the chicago bulls aren't in it right so that's the way i look at it
2: yeah for me um I think the Celtics can be back uh, because, like you said, anything for me, I think anything's possible in the East is open. You know, you'll have the Nets, you know, with Durant, anything's possible. Um, you'll have the Heat. You'll have the Milwaukee one, uh, Bucks from last year that won the championship. And you'll have other teams like hopefully the Chicago Bulls in that conversation. But for me, what they need uh, to make sure that they get close to a championship or getting back to the finals is get more scoring. They struggled in the finals. They scored only 100 points a game. So I, and part of that, obviously, is because of Tatum uh, not living up to his potential. But also, um, besides him and Jalen Brown, not really anyone else that could be a fire power on the offensive side. Marcus Smart, you know, he's a, you know, he could play smart sometimes, but he can also make some dumb plays. Uh, and he's not really, you know, offensive driven, more defensive player. Horford, same. I mean, he can make shots, but he's not known for his offense. Grant, I mean, um, you got Williams, the uh, the center defense. They have Devin White, and they got Grant Williams, but they gave nothing in the final run. So I think they need more scoring. Uh, I think that's something that definitely can help them, Uh, because if you know, they'll be there in terms of defense. Amy Doka is a really, really good coach. He's done an excellent job. Yeah. The mm-hmm. defensively, they'll be there. They'll they have length. They got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, um, you know, Horford, and Williams. If they stay intact that defense will be top five guaranteed next year, in my opinion. So what that means is they'll be one of the top echelon teams. Now on the offensive side, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, those two have been, they need to be consistent, but they also need a third person on the offensive side that can create on their own and move forward and help them when it comes to the finals. Because, you know, that's what what the Warriors are able to do. They got Steph, they got Klay Thompson, they got Jordan Poole. Um, and, you know, uh, just like and Andrew Wiggins had a great offensive uh, um, final season as well. So for me, that is something that uh, Celtics need to look into in the free agencies to either get a shooter or someone on the offensive side that can help them uh, maybe from the bench uh, to help them uh, score more points uh, if they want to get back to the finals.
0: Interesting. So what is that? like for for now looking forward to the next year, right? Would you guys say that there's a high likelihood that we have this matchup again next year, or do you feel like two new teams will come? Obviously there's a lot to happen, a lot to transpire, but if I asked you today, who do you think is going to be in the NBA finals next year? What's your initial reaction? What's your initial thought?
2: Warriors for, uh, for me, Western, I I would, I, I think it'd be Warriors if the teams are the way they are i think clay thompson he did not play as well as he will the second year coming back from an injury so i think he'll be better steph is going to be steph um they have all their main core coming back andrew wiggins jordan pool none of those guys are due for another year so they'll have the length and they have another person that we haven't talked about james wiseman who was a second overall pick uh he's length that is something they you know they had with looney but they'll have something even better and he was a really good um you know he was the number two for a reason uh overall drafted so um overall in that capacity with draymond green i think they'll be back on the east side it's open like as uh, like i was mentioning i think it can be you know it could be the celtics it can be the heat it can be the it can be the bucks it can be even the Nets. <laughs> so um I'm not sure who's going to come out of the East, but for me, I, I'm pretty confident that the Warriors will definitely be coming back uh, into the finals next year.
0: Okay. What's your East pick? Say that again. What's your pick for the East? So Warriors uh, Warriors. If I had
2: to choose, I'm going to go back to the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis and just his sheer toughness and his resilience and him just not wanting to give up. And I think if they're healthy with Middleton back, I think they'll, you know, they'll come out of the East again. If the rosters are the same as they are as of today, that's what I would believe.
0: Okay. Okay. I respect that. What about you, Yusuf?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's boring because I have to agree
1: with Danielle here. You know, I, I think he makes really good <laughs> points. I, I really can't argue against the Warriors being the team that, comes out of the West, uh, if it is the way it is right now. Now, um, the one team that truly, truly underperformed that I would not rule out, um, barring that they make some type of changes, uh, whether it's schematic changes or player personnel is LeBron James and, and the Los Angeles Lakers. I I have to believe that this guy is, more motivated than he's ever been uh knowing that you know he's against time now right i mean the clock's ticking for how many more opportunities he's he's gonna have to get a fifth ring sixth ring you know because you know back in uh 2010 2011 he said not one not two not three not four not five not six so getting to that sixth ring uh the time's time's ticking away so uh a beast of LeBron James who averaged 30 points, I think like eight assists, seven rebounds, something like that in year 19. Um, you're going to get much of the same, I think in year 20, he's been conditioning this off season. He always is. He's always taking care of himself. Um, it's really going to come down to Ken, uh, coach ham, right? I think that's their new head coach for the Lakers.
0: Yeah. Garvin ham. Yep.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Is he going to be able to get all those guys to gel uh, to make them a championship contending team? And, you know, the key to that puzzle is AD staying healthy, right? So like Danielle said, there's a lot of what ifs, and there's a lot to transpire from now until next June. Um, But that's one team that I'm not going to sleep on. And then from the East uh, you can't rule rule out Giannis. You know, I think uh, a healthy Middleton with uh, Drew Holiday, that team's always going to be tough. Um, the Miami Heat, obviously, but, you know, P.J. Tucker's a free agent, so you don't know if he's going to sign with
2: Miami. Bro, P.J. Tucker needs to come to the Bulls. I think you yeah. need that intensity. I know, I know. I, I think I, we just need that intensity on our team. I agree, I agree. I think, dude,
1: if the Bulls are able to get Rudy Gobert and P.J. Tucker this offseason – I'm happy, man, and then a healthy Lonzo Ball. Ooh, yeah. That that's I don't know if I'm a
2: big fan of Rudy Gobert, but I mean, I. But, think I mean, he's be the good. best thing. I'm, he's he's going to be better enough, than uh, what we
1: have right uh, now, right? Like, I don't want Vuce again. I really don't.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. Because I'm nothing about emotion. Be, it's just like it's um,
0: going to be a really successful second round exit for sure.
1: He's like a Jay Cutler, <laughs> Yusuf. Dang,
0: lack oh, of emotion.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. With a lack of
2: emotion.
0: I I say um. I think Warriors are. Probably fairest, but I say don't count out the Clippers. I know, I oh, know. Oh my That's That's god! Good one, good one. Go, don't, don't rule out the it's Clippers. The Clippers
2: and the uh, Nets that you Clip, love. Cl- Clippers <laughs> and
0: Warriors. I mean, I'm obviously right now. I'll Actually, a Warriors, lot of people are, i not the Clippers
2: as the favorite for next year. If you listen to like hey the man, handlers. don't
0: sleep on the claw. Don't. I'm going to sleep, sleep on the claw. I'm going to sleep. He's um, going to be load
2: managing. I need to play. Who plays and then more? I would say. Oh, I would say. That should be a question for. In the Kyrie, east, Kawhi should, Kyrie should or Kawhi
0: Leonard. I'd say on the east, I would probably say let's go with um, yeah, Bucks seem like the favorite for sure. Um, and I'll see what happens with the Nets, who knows? But I'm not saying they're favorites, but if they're interested, just just like okay, just like how Yusuf was they're bringing not. up LeBron James. You have yeah. to bring up Kevin Durant in the same. I mean, that's the dude true. is no, you an amazing bas- You basketball I'm saying the dude is an amazing basketball player. That's all I'm From saying. That's like like, like he's wise. he's he's a he's a top three NBA player. Come on, like he is there. So still you wise, give him the respect, yes. you know. And so, look, at least the Nets made the playoffs. The Lakers and Nets had zero playoff wins. We all agree on that. We know that's a fact. But the Nets made the playoffs. They were there. Lakers I'm going to put warning, Steph Curry above yeah. KD. You could say that right now. Of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. after after the season transpires, of course you can you can easily yeah. say that. But say that they had lost so in the he's finals. A,
1: he's not top three for me, though.
0: What's that? He's not top three in the NBA for me. For you, he might not be. I, I, I'm just I, I saying. Think there's different questions. People, like you want
2: those people on your team, or just yeah, no, no. But even skill, skill wise, level, skill level, skill level.
1: I would say okay. sure, Giannis, S- LeBron,
0: Steph. No, Giannis no is way. more
2: hard. I mean, he is skilled, but Giannis he's also is more
0: hard. Yeah, Giannis is a lot, a lot more. Yeah. Hard. LeBron is probably s- supremely talented as yes. a basketball player, yes. and he's athletically gifted. He has like the best of both worlds, you know. Skill set, pure skill set. KD is, but the top thing is two
2: three.
0: To KD, dude, Steph Curry is a liability on defense. Kevin Durant could, if he wants to, he could play all defense. And but that's but part of so much that's effort. part of
1: skill. That's part of skill. If you don't. If you don't play defense, that's hard. Like, you're it's not, hard. I'm not,
0: okay, no, no. But he, I'm not saying he shut down LeBron, but he was a big reason why LeBron couldn't do much in games two, three, f- and four in the finals that they were there when he swept LeBron James and he- and and you know basically ran him over. Not and I'm. I'm not, Have you looked at LeBron's over, numbers? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I get it. Finals? LeBron was gassed at the end because he had to do everything in his power. Yeah, but that's not on KD. Was, no, man. That's because he had no help oh, just, that's why Andre Iguodala won the, the MVP in the NBA finals when LeBron was averaging like 38 in a game? Come on. Like, there's certain things that he does defensively. He's a long, lengthy defender. He makes it harder for someone to score on him. I'm just saying, I would prefer, you know, top yeah. to bottom, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're considering the mental aspect of it, yeah. sure. But, yes. you know, I get it. But athletically speaking and basketball skill-wise, yeah. Kevin Durant's up there. Steph Curry's up there. Whether you want to put him at two, three or four, that's up to you, but they're there. You know what I mean? They're all there. And so when you give the respect to one of them, you should also give the respect, regardless of how you feel about that person. That's all I'm saying. I I don't like LeBron anymore (laughs) as a person. You guys know, I don't like LeBron. I used to be the biggest LeBron fan. You know this and you know this. Everybody knows this. I don't like him because of some recent comments, but dude is the best basketball player on you know top three on the planet and he has has been since like two thousand and six. No matter what I feel about him, he is there. He's a top two player of all time, no matter what I feel about him. It's Michael not, Jordan, Michael Jordan was a trash person. He was listen, a bad listen, teammate, that's not, but that's he is considered
1: the best NBA player. Right, 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 right. Nobody's taking away from the skill that Kevin Durant has, right? Everybody's acknowledging he's one of the best basketball players in the league. But <laughs> You have to remember you're comparing him against other personnel who are the greatest at what they do as well, right? And so when you're making a skill, you have to look at the whole picture. Skill-wise, mental toughness, everything, right? You look at Kevin Durant, and he played the Celtics. Steph Curry played the same Celtics team. Steph Curry played lights out. Kevin Durant crumbled for whatever reason. He struggled, bro. He shot
0: like 34%. And we're talking also, about a
1: lights out sh- shooter.
0: I mean, so did uh, Giannis didn't do great either. I mean, you can't then. You, then you have to uh, bring Giannis. Oh, down Giannis. That point
1: Giannis averaged thirty four points, fourteen rebounds, and like eight assists against the Celtics.
0: All I know is they were both home when the Nets, uh, the the Celtics were playing in the finals. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, the the point of what I'm trying to say is, regardless of what the stats are, the skill set is there. We know, you know, whatever we like to hate on him or not, I get it. But. You ask, you ask 30 GMs, half of them will probably say Steph Curry, half of them will probably say Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. That just shows you the respect that you should have for their nobody's saying Nobody's saying they don't have respect for uh, Kevin Durant. If I say Kevin Durant,
1: I think Kevin Durant's a top 10 NBA basketball player in the league.
0: The only, the only reason I said this is when I brought up the Nets, you kind of sighed. So I could have easily side. No, no, no I side when Lakers. you compared
1: LeBron and KD when it comes to championship, right? Like because I'm saying you so. said no, 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 I said LeBron is in the mix for championship next
0: year yeah. because of what he has done, right? You brought the, uh, the question I had asked was what teams do you see competing or can you see the, in the finals next year? You brought up Le- the Lakers because of LeBron, and exactly because of what the same he's done. Argument. I brought up the next. What has KD of done, Kevin Durant? What's that? What has he done though?
1: He's won two championships with Steph Curry, right? And like joining a seventy-three and nine team. What get, has he
0: done? I I understand that, but that seventy-three and nine team in those in those two finals would not have beaten LeBron James if it wasn't for Kevin Durant. Let's not get that twisted either. This would be Steph Curry's second ring if it wasn't for Kevin Durant. By the way, I get it. You could say you could make an argument that uh, Kevin Durant wouldn't have a championship at this point. I understand that. But you can as easily make the argument that the Warriors would have one ring right now, excluding the one that they just won, if it wasn't for Kevin Durant, right? You can argue that. He was That's the true. best player yeah, argue yeah. on that team. You could say it's Steph's team. I get it. But he was the best player on the Warriors. That is not an argument. That is basically a fact at this point.
1: Again, you have to factor in everything, right? Like if the
0: defense and Draymond Green
1: came out and said it in his podcast, they were wor- more worried about doubling Steph Curry over Kevin Durant. He said it in his podcast. And if you look back at the film, that's literally what's happening. They were more, the Cavaliers were more concerned with Steph Curry being a threat than Kevin Durant. So when you double Steph Curry, obviously you're going to shoot lights out. Kevin Durant had, bro, Kevin Durant was on the court with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, arguably the top two shooters in the game. If you don't perform to the level that Kevin Durant did in the finals, then that would be embarrassing. You have to look at every character. He had less pressure. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So uh, obviously he's going to be the best uh, statistically
2: on the court because of the if you're if, still gonna make this no but oh I mean, pressure if kevin so, Brent wasn't
0: on that team all i'm saying is the yeah i get point have two more
2: championships that's also valid if kd that's wasn't valid, on that and, team, mean, and, and if it wasn't and if
0: it wasn't for Kyrie irving's injury this might be the first ring for steph curry but we can we saying. can go
1: we can go around the circle right like if steph curry wasn't on that team would kd have those championships
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, that's yeah, a very yeah. valid question. Both, All yeah. I'm saying is, if I, I am agreeing that that's a valid question, but you should also understand when I say the other other aspect of it, that should that's also a valid statement as right, well. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. So that brings me to my next question. Actually, perfect segue. Where do you see or where do you put Steph Curry at, at on the all-time list? Is he top ten? Is he top fifteen? If he is in top ten. Who do you have to kick off top ten all the time, if he's even there? Daniel, you want to start? <laughs> for yeah, reference, I, I, I made my top. top I made one. my top ten. If you guys want, yeah, me to go, go first, ahead. Why don't you start off? Go, it. Okay. go okay. start off. While I, I'm prepared, you know, for, for podcasts today. and stuff. So my top ten in no particular order. So I know some people might get triggered. No particular <laughs> order. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Larry Bird. That's my okay. top 10 all-time. Um, I haven't put Steph Curry there, but I think it's very valid for him to be in the conversation. That's not an outlandish statement. Now, if someone says, I think Brian Scalabrini's top 10, sure, that's an outlandish statement, but... Steph Curry being top 10 is not an outlandish statement but the hardest thing for me to grasp is who is who am I willing to take out of that list. I don't I don't really see anybody that I can take out of this list at this moment. Now, if next year comes by and we are talking about Steph, Steph Curry winning his fifth ring, that conversation you can dive into it even deeper. His resume gets even stronger. And the other ten that are there, safe for LeBron, can't really do anything about their resume at that at that moment. So I think at this moment he's not top ten. He's probably top fifteen, top twenty, however you want to look at it. But it's not outlandish to have him in that conversation. I don't think it's disrespectful. I think he has earned that for what he's done for the game, how he's changed the game, and how the game how the game has kind of change moving forward as well with all these three pointers and all that but also his efficiency the type of person that he is the leader that he is and all he does for for the for the sport of basketball
2: okay valid um i can go next so for me i i think steph is right there Uh, uh, you know for me i could put him at nine or ten i i think he's in that top 10 discussion. And the biggest reason for me why he's there is not because of the championship, it's just his the impact he's had on the game. I feel like if you look at it, his the game has changed mostly because of what Steph has done. What's happened in the last five years, everyone shoots a three. Regardless, if you're a power forward, if you're a center, you got to shoot the three. You got to spread the ball. You got to be able to shoot and you know you know like i remember when uh mj was playing and um you know you would hear like hey shoot like you know shooting like mj or you know kobe when you know he would fade away a lot of kids now you know look up and look at steph and they want to just shoot as far as they can uh three-pointers and i think that's credit to what steph's been able to do um as a basketball player and his I don't know if you guys have ever seen his, uh, game routine, but it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, the way he, pra- he practices those shots. It's not like that. He's just tossing them up. He actually practices it, uh, and practice makes perfection. And for me, I mean, he, you know, besides the fact that he's had such a big impact on the game and the way it's evolved, uh, plus the fact that he has won four championships in eight years, and I think he'll win another two, uh, which will solidify wow. in, in, uh, in 10 because I think he still has five years and the team that he has um, I think they can win two championships in the next five years um, really realistically. And, and just, and they have young talent as well. It's not that they're, you know, getting older. They got Jordan Poole, they got Kominga, they got wise they got um, Moses Modi. I've heard is pretty good. So all those things combined, um, you know, I, I think he, for me, he belongs in the, Top 10, he might be number 10, but I, I think he belongs in there because of the impact he's had um, as a player on the game of NBA.
0: Okay. Youssef,
2: so tell me. Um,
1: yeah, that's a very, very good question. And I think this can be debated for years and years and years. I don't think anybody's top 10 should be knocked. I think everybody, you know, it, it all comes down to what you value and what's important to you, right? Like, so Danielle brought up an intangible. That's very important, right? The impact that Steph Curry has brought to the game that necessarily cannot be measured on a statistical line. It can't be measured by championships or anything like that. Um, but I think it's a very valid point And it's something that I also think is very important. When I come up with my top 10 list, when I, Think of the top 10 players of all time in the nba i think of the impact and how the game has changed because of them and it's tough um and i might change my mind right i'm putting that out there i think this is very fresh but right now i think as it stands i personally would put steph curry in the top 10 list i think it's very hard not to give in how much the game has changed because of Steph Curry and because of what he's done. Right. This is what's crazy. And this is the thing that doesn't really get talked about much, right? We talk about the four rings he's won. We talk about, you know, he's finally won the finals MVP now and the impact, you know, uh, all time three point uh, uh, leader in, in the NBA, but he's 34 years old, turning 35. He's just completed his 13th season in the NBA right? And he, much like LeBron James, I don't know if he's going to go as far as LeBron because he's a genetic freak, but Steph Curry has shown absolutely no sign of slowing down, right? And so I don't think it's very far-fetched to say what Danielle said about winning two more championships in the next five years, especially how the Warriors uh, have been built and the young talent that they have. The other thing I want to bring up is 13 years in the NBA and six times he has gone to the NBA finals which Christian. is literally almost half the time he will go to the NBA finals statistically in math well. <laughs> math which is insane to me you know how ridiculously hard it is and you know we talk about lebron going to the finals eight times in a row which is a feat in itself which is something yeah. huh, i don't think will be repeated anytime soon but six trips to the finals in 13 years winning four of them That's a 30% win rate in his career, which will probably increase as uh, the more he plays, Um, you know, two-time league MVP. um, It's very hard for me to not put him in the top 10. And, you know, I've been battling the only next step is who do you take out? Yeah. Right. Who do you take out? So that's the thing that I'm probably going to battle for a really long time. But right now, probably uh, get a lot of flack for this, but given given the impact on the game i think and the longevity and everything i think i would have to pull maybe shaquille o'neal Ooh. off my top 10 um but
2: i think he is- was one of
1: the most dominant centers of all time 100 but i think his dominance was like in a very short amount of time if that makes sense right with the lakers he won three championships won three finals mvps and then they kind of simmered out and then he went to the phoenix suns and then he went to the cavalier he went to the heat and won one with Dwayne wade but then he went to the cavaliers and the celtics his end of the year was just kind of like his end of the career was kind of just uh
0: so so uh um, I mean, don't forget his time in orlando he was a yeah yeah, orlando yeah he was a piece with penny too.
1: yeah yeah he was he was um but that—that's where I am. I, I think I'm gonna, you know, take the off season to think about it. Though uh, this is not a hard and fast rule. I might change my mind. But right now, as it stands, impact on the game, longevity, everything like that. Um, Steph Curry is in my top ten. Got to bump Shaq probably. Ah, but it—it it, hey, it feels I, weird I, saying that.
0: I respect that list. I mean, like like you said, you can go you can go and have this conversation you know for days on end and you know at the end of the day nobody's wrong it's a personal opinion right but yeah they're all valid it's like i said you're not talking anything crazy him being top 10 number one is a testament to how like you're stating his longevity but how amazing he's played over the course of the years and the impact that he's had and like you said he doesn't look like he's slowing down you know i mean the way he plays a game too you know he's not he's not a very physical basketball player he's not You know, he's not a Westbrook. He's not a Derrick Rose type where it's like driving in cuts and all that. He's a very smart player and he seems to take care of his body well. And shooting is one of those things where you can shoot if you're 19 years old and you can shoot if you're 40 years old, right? There's not that difference isn't too much, but the athletic skills can take a big hit. So the, the, the way he plays the game, he can definitely play for quite a while. You know, obviously, with how the NBA is constructed, money, player improvement, and all that it's so competitive there's 30 teams in the league and so many things can change injuries can happen we hope it doesn't but a lot of things can 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 happen but yeah he's definitely in that conversation i don't think he is yet yet um you know and his his resume is only going to get better it's not going to get worse by any chance and you guys think he's right there at the cusp but um but yeah we can have this conversation all the time and i'm I'm interested next time we do a podcast i want to have maybe we can have one of our guests and ibrahim by the way he wasn't here we miss you buddy hope everything is going well i want i wanted to get his opinion next time we do our podcast uh see what he thinks i think he will have some really interesting points and and I, i'm gonna say i don't think he will my my guess is that he doesn't i don't think he will have stuff in his tampon. that's my guess um oh, if nice. i know if i yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 no. he'll have Dirk. <laughs> yeah. yeah no disrespect to Dirk. but Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ibrahim's going to kill me. But um, thank you guys to, uh, for listening to, you know what? How disrespectful you are, Yusuf. This is our, this is our 32nd. This is our Shaquille O'Neal episode. Take about <laughs> yeah, you know, <all> back around. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, come on, man. Um, but, you know, exact. But thank you guys for listening to us as always. Um, we'll definitely catch you guys next time. We got a lot of, a lot of things going on. Basketball's done. Football's done. We don't care about baseball here. Um, So hockey is pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Wimbledon's coming up. We'll talk about
2: the UF games on a weekly basis So we have. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, people will definitely
0: tune into that. The Preseason's coming up, the NBA draft's coming up. Our personal fantasy football draft is going to be in a few months, so there's a lot to talk about. A lot of, you know, obviously, you know, is Obeyed going to be champion again? Spoiler, yes. Uh, Do you so. put
1: uh, Obeyed in the top 10 uh, fantasy football managers <laughs> of all time?
0: I'm the Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's me and then everybody else. All right. Um. So, I don't, I don't you're know. You're right. You're right.
1: You're right, Obeyed. You should not let, Um. if a person is... A terrible personality do not let it cloud their skill set or anything like that. like you said, Jordan was a trash person obeyed if you guys know him on a personal level uh, trash person
0: <laughs> but, but you know what
1: the the talent is there to draft right and he's won exactly what three championships now
0: yeah yeah two in the last three years. During the last three years. sure. Yeah. But you know, it's just, uh, it, it is Four what it, is. it should be, but I've been in the championship game like six times. I've choked away a lot. You could say I'm the LeBron James of LeBron uh, James. Fantasy football <laughs> championship games, but you know, it is what it is. You know, it's funny how LeBron and Peyton were my favorite um basketball and football players. And my championship results have been similar. similar. Yep. That's a different story for a different <laughs> time. So thank you guys for to listening for our podcast as always. Uh, I hope, Danielle listens to Yusuf and starts tweeting more because he is funny <laughs> as hell on Twitter. He is. And dude. I love seeing his tweets and 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 retweeting them for the world to see because the world deserves to see Danielle's tweets. Okay. Can I tell
1: you something? Can I tell something real quick? Real quick. There's a Go there's ahead. a Twitter account on Twitter that has yeah, It's a it's a crazy. Fan, it's a Bulls fan account that has thirty thousand followers, and I replied they follow us, I replied to one of their tweets and the, that account was super excited to hear us again, being back on Twitter, Daniel. So oh. uh, gotta give credit where credit's due. We wouldn't okay. be in that Twitter space if it wasn't for Daniel tweeting away literally whatever was on his <laughs> mind. Yeah, I, I truly miss it. And um, selfishly, that is why I keep nagging Danielle on getting back on Twitter and tweeting away because it was a, a joy to read. And I cannot uh, fill those shoes, so I have. Yeah, to it's
0: weird. He's like, he's like, oh, what a bad shot by Kobe White. He, and then his <laughs> next, tweet, no, no, and then his next tweet's like, do you think toilet paper should be single single ply or double ply? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but we we love it, and and I know that our fans love it clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we hope to uh, you know see more of it, especially with the NBA offseason upcoming, a lot of drama going on in the NBA. The NFL's fast approaching, but. Uh, thank you guys for always listening. Catch us on Twitter. Hopefully, Danielle's gonna be tweeting out more Instagram, um, Facebook. Not not as much, but you know we're, we're still there. Um, and uh, we definitely will see you for the thirty third episode. Who is number thirty three? Scotty Pippen. What's, Scott, is there anything uh, anybody a little oh. bit more famous than him?
2: Larry <laughs> yeah, Bird, right?
0: Wasn't he thirty three? Yeah. You're yeah, he just was. saying yeah to agree with me, but you don't. You have no idea. That's
1: co- that's our college summed up. <laughs> college experience. <laughs> wait, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was 33. You're right.
0: So yep. yeah, see, we have our. I'm not even a big basketball fan. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> so I can't wait to. Uh, to to get back on with with my guys for the 33rd episode whenever that may be stay tuned y'all peace out